Sirius XM Sports Podcasts presents Mad Dog's Daily Bite with Christopher Russo. Good afternoon, everybody! You have put curry now on a very high level. Uh, I had a lot of fun with curry two months ago, and I proved to be wrong. Now, right. you uh, you want to put him ahead of Wilt, and you want to put him in that top 10. I think it's a little too high. You're right about his mm-hmm. shooting. I know Shaq did the same thing, but you right now think at the end of the day when his career is going to be finished, you think that we're going to put this together and Curry's going to be top 10 all time. You're at that point well, right here's now? A, let, 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 let me, I'll make the point, but let me throw it back at you with this, doggy. I want to challenge you and your listeners and everybody on your channel, because only one man has his own channel, that would be Mad Dog Russo. I want you to think about this for a second, and let's modify the category a little bit when we talk about it. Because at some point in time, we got to make up our minds. Okay, how much does winning play a role? We know that Wilt Chamberlain was maybe the most dominant force the game has ever seen. The man that once averaged 50 points a game in a season. You know, that, 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 you know grab Lord knows how many rebounds, averaged 22 rebounds a game for his career. We know that. But we, when we think of Wilt, who do we think about? We think about Bill Russell. Wilt Chamberlain has two titles. Bill Russell has 11. Think about the game seven where Wilt Chamberlain pulled himself out against Bill Russell. Think about that. Think about the fact that when we talk about Steph Curry, we're clearly talking about the greatest shooter who's ever played the game. We're talking about somebody who's transformed the game. You've got to pick this dude up at half court defenses get extended because of him and that creates open lanes and open shots for other people. And then you got to say, okay, if he wins tonight, he'd be a four-time champion and a league and an NBA finals MVP and a two-time league MVP. And he's the greatest shooter who has ever lived. All of those things taken into consideration. Well, what the hell are we supposed to do? Sit up there and say, well, we got 10 dudes with a better resume than that. Who are they? I mean, the fact of the matter is, when you look at MJ, MJ, LeBron, and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar speak for themselves. Everybody else, it's a discussion. Magic Johnson's the greatest point guard who ever lived. He's a five-time champion, went to nine NBA finals, okay? But the flip side to that, doggy, is he had Kareem, he had Worthy, he had Byron Scott, Norm Nixon before that, Michael Cooper, and all of these boys. So you got to take that into consideration. You can't summarily dismiss that, right? So you got that as a problem. Then you turn around and you got Bird. Yes, we all know how much you love Larry Bird, how phenomenal he was. I'd remind you, he had Miguel. He had Parrish. He had Dennis Johnson. He had Danny Ainge. He had a crew. So you think about that. You look at Tim Duncan. Of course, Tim Duncan's absolutely phenomenal. He's a five-time champion. Same thing with Kobe Bryant, who had Shaq. We think about Shaq and how dominant is the most dominant force in the game, this side of Wilt Chamberlain. All I'm trying to say is that all of these questions come up. So why not throw into the equation the greatest shooter we've ever seen in our life with magnificent ball handling skills, who, by the way, is a four-time champion, a two-time league MVP, and is about to win his first NBA Finals MVP. Why can't we do that? I say we can Defense, he's not, you know, Kobe was what, nine time first team all defense in the NBA? I mean, Curry, not a great. Now, again, I know it's about offense, most of these great players. I mean, Bird wasn't a great defensive player either. He wasn't quick mm-hmm. and everything else. It's about offense. Right. But when you get right down to it, you know, let's face it, Curry's not, um, you know, he's not TR done from a defensive perspective. 
That, does that come into Does that come into play here a little bit with him? Well, of course, uh, of course. Well, you know, we we that we have to take into account your attributes and your deficiencies. But ultimately, what it comes down to, what usurps all of that, is your impact. And when we consider how great of a shooter he has been, when we consider that Golden State has been the five straight NBA Finals, six of the last eight NBA Finals, and won three of them, and in the process of winning a fourth. And how they're doing it, we have to take that into account, too. We can't ignore what this man has been able to bring to the table and the impact that he has had on opposing defenses because it's not just about him scoring or averaging 25 to 30, doggy. It's what he's facilitated for the Clay Thompsons of the world. It's what he's facilitated for Coach Steve Kerr. It's how he's transformed the game where you got everybody trying to shoot threes all over the damn place because they're trying to emulate him and how defenses have to prepare because of what he brings to the table. And unlike a Michael Jordan or a Kobe Bryant assassins like that, where you had to prepare for them hurting you specifically and individually, with Steph Curry, you have to prepare for the pieces around him because of the open shots and opportunities he's getting for other people. Look at how Andrew Wiggins looked the other day. He's been in the league for quite some time. He never looked the way he looked the other day. He was able to look that way because of... Steph Curry. Yeah, there's some truth to that. Uh, I don't disagree. There's some truth to that. Now, I don't understand your philosophy of Draymond in the Hall of Fame. Now, Mm -hmm. all right, he's going to probably, let's say they win this series, four rings. I understand that. That, You know, there's a lot of of players and a lot of teams who won multiple championships. And yes, they sort of somehow, they get upgraded based on the fact they're part of a winning organization. Some of those Celtics, mm-hmm. a lot of them in the Hall of Fame because of Russell. They may not be Hall of Famers, but because of Russell, they get in the Hall of Fame. I get a little of that, but let's be... Uh, Steve, look at some of these games he's had in his postseason. Two points, 38 minutes, one for 12 from the field, three rebounds, four fouls, some turnovers. This, I mean, this, he's well, not consistent enough to me offensively okay. to be in the Hall of Fame. How about that for Here's a second? Here's what you missed. Here's what you missed. He's been awful, these NBA Finals, for the most part. He's had one good, really good game. He's had another so-so game. He's been awful for this series. When we call Draymond a Hall of Fame, it has nothing to do with these NBA Finals. It has everything to do with the five straight trips and the three titles. Okay, that's what it had to do with his resume before these finals. That's number one. Number two, you just made the point that there are other people from other teams throughout history that have been in the Hall of Fame because of the people they played with. As an individual, you look at their resumes and you say, guess what? They're not cutting the mustard, but because of who they played with and what their contribution was to those championship caliber teams, you can't ignore the fact that they're worthy of being there because you think about their contribution to facilitating those teams' success. Number three, when you look at Draymond Green and you look at the Golden State Warriors, again, we talk about resumes. We also take into account those contributions, and Doggy, more so than most people that I know, brings up team, team, team. It's not just about the individual, Stevie. It's about the team. Stevie, you got to listen to me, Stevie. This is what it is. You gotta, you got to make this contribution. You can't just be out there selfish. You can't just be thinking about yourself. You can't just be doing what you want to do to make your numbers look good. Did you contribute to winning? These are the things that Mad Dog Russo has said. Always. So what I did Always. was I said, okay, here you go. That's what Draymond has done on his own as an individual. No, he would not be considered a Hall of Fame talent. But guess what? If Rodman wasn't with the Detroit or the Bulls, even though Rodman was better than Draymond, 
he wouldn't be considered a Hall of Fame either because of how limited he was offensively. But the teams that he was on, his attributes were ideal for their championship ingredients, and that's why we couldn't ignore the contribution he made to the game. Uh, that's why you want to put Green in. All right, fascinating from that perspective. Want more Chris Russo? Listen to Mad Dog Unleashed weekdays from 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern on Mad Dog Sports Radio, Sirius XM Channel 82. 